Hi, right. Christy. Hi, how are you guys Hi, doing? Hi, Good to have you on Below the Belt Show. Thank you. I'm so I'm excited Soto, about being here. Yeah. And my guest co-host is uh, Big Darth Paul Wallace, the Sith Lord. I am a Sith Lord. <laughs> uh, it's good to have you on BTB. And uh, got to check out your uh, short film, by the way, uh, Amy Victoria, which is making its festival rounds. And I was actually really impressed of what you were able to put together uh, during the pandemic when, you know, every everything was shut down and uh, it was a very scary time, you know, and uh, yeah. and for some people, a very boring time because what you can, what can you do, you know, when you're stuck at home? But you actually decided to get creative and, and, and uh, produce your own independent film. Yeah, it was um, a friend of mine, Michael, called and was like, hey, I want you to direct. And I was like. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to happen during a pandemic. Like we were at the height of the pandemic. I mean, the height, like right. when you're like wiping down your groceries, no vaccines, but you don't know, like you're like this yeah. crap, you know, it's a scare. It was a scary time. I recall yeah, that. Yes. Scary. So I was like, well, how am I going to direct, you know, um, you know, if we're not going to be able to get in person with people. And he was like, no, we're going to send everybody cell phones and we're going to direct over Zoom. And I was like, wow, OK. And then he was like, oh, after you say yes, which I said yes, he was like, oh, by the way, um, your two actresses are deaf. And I was like, Wait, what? <laughs> how, how am I supposed to? Right. You don't, you don't know ASL, do you? No. So like, how am I going to do this? over zoom on top of that you right. know and direct people who are deaf to you know do oh the camera yeah it was it really it truly was but it was so amazing i think i got more out of it than maybe they did you know i mean it was like it it lets you know that you're capable of doing so many things and I met two actresses that I would have never befriended because, you know, I, I'm not around people who are deaf right. and, and it opened up my world to a whole new um, culture that I wasn't aware of. And now I've become an advocate. And, and I think the biggest joy was listening to the lead actress and her saying, this is the best work that I've ever done because you know, she was like, you're an incredible director. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, but I kind of knew I was good at that. I just didn't know if I could do camera work because I do directing for stage and working with actors, ah, Okay. but but not on camera. So um, it was, it was during the, the time of the pandemic, um, I, I told myself, I said, you, you need to learn something. Like I knew that I would beat myself up if I didn't learn something during the pandemic. And the two things that I learned was more voiceover work, which I do already, but I learned a different genre. And then of yes. course, directing, so. Yeah, and, and voiceover luckily did not stop during the pandemic. The voiceover continued to flourish when, when a lot of productions uh, stopped uh, during that, that specific time. Now, was and you mentioned you directed stage before. Was this your directorial debut though for film? It was. Okay. Oh, cool. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm really impressed. <laughs> Considering, yeah. I mean, uh, so is this uh, something that you want to do more of now that you've had, you know, you got your feet wet into the, like the film, you know, directing aspect? Yes. I mean, 
The joy for me is being able to work with the actors and pulling out of them what you really want. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, the challenge that I had with working with um, like Natasha, who played the lead, um, you know, how do you communicate what you need when you can't verbally say it? So how do you right. express yourself so that she can express herself through the camera? You know, mm-hmm. on um, but I enjoy being able to pull out of um, kids. I've worked with kids directing musicals and, and other stuff, but being able to pull out of them something that they never thought that they could do is the most rewarding, you know, feeling that you can be and get as a being in this art, this art world. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Um, so, so the writer is, is one of the uh, actresses in the film, right? Am I uh, no, she's the she interpreter. Was, she was an interpreter. No. So the, so Natasha Ophelia is, um, She's actually, she actually wrote and directed, an, uh, I'm sorry, she wrote and produced another one called The Multi. Ah, okay. Right. Okay. But this particular one, um, Michael is the one that created the, the project and then produced it and so forth and wrote it. Right. And, and a lot of you are meeting virtually for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, <laughs> another yeah. completely... Uh, just like in, uh, the interview that we're doing, uh, conducting right now. Yeah, that that's very interesting. And uh, I'm sure, was there any challenges with the editor because you're using um, that kind of format, using iPhones and, and, and that sort? Well, uh, we didn't have any issues with that per se. Uh, the one thing that I wanted to make sure was um, because I, you know, again, I don't come from the, the deaf world. I wanted to honor um their way of expressing themselves. And what I mean by that is, you know, one time the editor cut off a little bit of the hands and I was like, no, we will not be putting that in there because that was one of the complaints. Yeah. That the deaf community talked about is that when, you know, when you have somebody else who's not deaf, they're not telling the real story. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you're doing, if you know, you only see this of the hands, yeah, <laughs> that's good. You caught that. Hey, you told the editor. Yeah, I was like, no, we're we're not using that. Yes, it's the best shot, but no, who is okay. it, who is it, who is it the best shot for? For us, the hearing, right. or for the person who's deaf who should be watching this and telling their story? So no, we're right. gonna tell the story the right way. Wow, and and again, great. Of course, like a movie like Coda has yeah, brought yeah. so much. Uh, uh, exposure to the deaf community and to see uh, this this film, you know, uh, did you think that maybe? Well, I guess this is this is film shot before Coda, but do you after seeing something like Coda get all that uh, you know award you know um, praise, uh, you know, and actually winning Best Picture, right? Uh, right. Did you did you think uh, positively about this film when you entered it in festivals? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because we had already won two awards uh, the end of last year, so. Yeah. You know, and then you're seeing Coda. I was like, yeah, there's no coincidence that I happened to do this type of film during the same time. So um, I knew that we were on to something. And I, I really I have a very spiritual background. Um, so I really believe that God was like, hey, you know, because I, I, you know, fear, you know, fear wants to make you go. I don't know. I shouldn't do this. Oh, maybe yeah. it's not. For me to direct this and you know what I mean it's those things that um but 
But as you push through the fear and you challenge yourself and you go at it, you go with it in joy and excitement and you trust your gut. Um, I believe that things work out the way that they're supposed to. And I also believe that there are no coincidences. So I personally, in my heart, feel like there was no coincidence that I happened to do this the same year that Coda became. Okay. Yeah. Serendipitous almost. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Have you thought about your next directorial project? I'm working on a... um, kind of a, a like a social conscious type show and bringing all bunch of people from different parts of the world to be able to talk about cool. different subjects yeah cool so, just a little producing hosting directing you know a little bit of combination yeah, yeah. Of- awesome well let's talk about stuff in front of the camera because uh obviously chris you have some amazing uh mm-hmm. amazing credits i mean your imdb has a long list of amazing credits and uh as as myself and Paul were were big uh, into the, the the superhero genre, and we saw Into the Spider Verse, and that kind of caught our eye. And that you did some voiceover work for for that film. How how was that experience? And and, and doing in general doing a voiceover uh, for a, a a film of that scale. Yeah, so I do something um, that is not really known too well, but we do all of the extras in the background for different TV shows and movies. Okay. Um, and so, uh, like winning time about the Lakers, that's on yes. HBO right now. I, yes. I worked on that. Um, I did all 10 episodes and, um, I also did the new Spider-Man that just came out. So I no do way a, home. Yes. And yes. So, um, so I do a lot of these type of things. And when, of course that showed up into my world, into my universe no pun intended it really is <laughs> um, of course i was like absolutely let's do this and uh, and it was a joy it was it was amazing to see you know this character that's you know african american being the lead and then later you know my nephew and my nieces especially my nephew like he calls me he's like auntie can you talk to my friends? They, they just, they don't believe that you were in Spider-Man, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, hi, everybody. Yeah, he's 13. Hi, everybody. Right. Yeah, I was in Spider-Man. I actually did both Spider-Man, you know? So, um, so. When you say addition, when you say additional voices, can you, can you mention the specific characters? You said you did a lot of the, the extra, extra characters. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so a lot of times, um, sometimes they, they're, specific um but uh but i can't really say you know like which one because i don't know if i really paid that much attention okay and and what i mean is like you just go in and they're like hey get that girl that's over there or get that police officer there Mm -hmm. and then you'll say something and sometimes it makes it in the movie sometimes it doesn't maybe sometimes they'll switch it to another voice you know like i did um (laughs) i did black widow which I was, you know, oh, super excited. yeah, and I did it like a whole bunch of times. And then when I, I watched it um, not too long ago and I was like, they cut out my voice. They used somebody that's, else's. That's good. Damn it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> I'm not still getting paid, so I'm not going to complain. Yeah. As long as you get- <laughs> yeah. But I was like, really? <laughs> so, yeah, it's one of those things where, um, you know. 
you you get to a place where you do it every day that you you're not paying that much attention all the time. Right. You know what <laughs> I mean? Because also to you, you don't want to get so like, oh my God, I'm gonna be in such and such, and then people watch it and they're like, where are you? And I'm like, uh, yeah. You know? Another recent one I see is the uh, Vacation Friends movie with John Cena. Oh yeah. Yeah. Much fun. <laughs> Lil Rao Howery, yeah. Yeah. yeah are you yeah. are you able to pinpoint these specific voices that we might hear in that film? No. Okay. <laughs> nope. I'm just like no clue. It's a fun. It, it was a fun film though, no oh, doubt. Yeah. yeah, it was great. It, it was no great. doubt. Wow. Well, I mean, obviously, one of your bigger roles is in Scrubs, and I know they've been doing a lot of like. Uh, sequel series or, or reboots and, and that sort and i think scrubs is on that list a lot of fans want to see um you know another iteration of scrubs what are your thoughts on that and would you be on board well i think i think it's smart um i think there's a fan base out there of course i would always be on board it's just you know the question is always was my character significant enough now I know people around the world stop me all the time, you know, because it like one of their biggest, one of the biggest shows, you know, that people recognize to this day is Scrubs, yeah. um, you know, or when I'm out of town and I'm, you know, passions and, you know, I'm in Canada or I'm in Germany and people just like, oh my God, that's the, and I'm like, who, who are they talking about? Oh, me. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, um, but yeah, you know, the question is, you know, do they feel like the character is um, significant enough to to want to bring back? But heck, yeah, of course, I I would do it. I mean, it was a joy to work on. Everybody was amazing. I mean, you you did like at least a dozen episodes, right? Um, no, I did like I did five episodes. Okay. Yeah, I did five episodes. So okay. right before he started dating Mandy Moore, and then she he, he was dating her, and then she was the the next person that was that was uh, his girlfriend on the show. So right, <laughs> I got booty because of the girlfriend. I'm sure there were other reasons. You know, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. That's the story. I'm like, yeah, you know, they had to write my character off because you know he was dating Mandy Moore. So right, he, you know, I got boot. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I'm sure it was because of some other reasons, but that's the excuse that I'm going to use. Make would me look good. Would you say uh, Scrubs was the the one of the highlights of your career? Because you've done a lot of great TV sh shows. I'm yeah. seeing here uh, Keenan and Kel, Moesha, yeah. Seventh Heaven, General Harvey. Yeah, Sister, Sister. Um, you know, Castle Eve. All yes. Of um, so yeah. many television. Yeah. It was definitely one of the highlights of my career, but I mean, you, the one, sh the one, I actually did a film that's probably had over 20 million views. Um, it's called Steps of Faith. It's a faith-based oh. film. And oh, cool. I mean, I shot that in 2015. They just did a, um, Joel Olstein has a church, you know, he's a big, huge pastor. Um, mm -hmm. but they yeah. did like a movie night and aired that movie. That movie was in 2015. That's seven years ago. And they oh, still cool. aired that movie. And people still like, I love this movie. It's so amazing. I mean, I'm like, oh, wow. And it was just this little indie film. We shot it in yeah. seven days. I was in every scene except for two. And <laughs> 
I didn't know, I had no idea it was going to blow up the way that it did. So that's probably one of the major highlights. And then Craig Ross Jr.'s monogamy is another one. That that character, Deandra, that I play is probably the most complex character that I've always that that I've had the opportunity to play. Right. Was there a particular show that you've auditioned for that you're like dying the book and you're so close? Maybe like pinned and you're like one of two and and if you if so, uh, are you able to say what it is? Yeah, I mean, I've had several of those. I mean, that's just the beauty of the beast, right? right, right. I mean, like there's moments where you're like, I mean, there's still stuff that I'm like, still like, that I'm like, you got to let it go, Christy. You got to let it go. <laughs> yeah, we're both actors yeah. here, Paul and myself. I mean, oh, shoot. You know, I mean, it's the, like. The, the callback is exciting, but also very stressful at the same oh, time. Oh, man. Yeah, listen, because you're on hold. I mean, I'm like, you know, they're like, hey, oh, my God, they're, you know, you're their number one choice. And then it's like. Oh yeah, they want a different direction. Yeah, that's that's usually what they say. Yeah, a different direction. Bad. I hate that. I, it's so yeah. condescending. <laughs> they want a different direction. If I hear somebody else say how talented I am and I should be a superstar, I'm like, well then give me a job. Like make me a superstar. <laughs> Stop talking all that mess. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I remember I had this pilot called Haley's Comet, and this show was like it tested really well and it was a david e kelly and at that time david e kelly had about five shows going at one time right so he was the hottest thing at the time so i'm like oh yeah they just kept rewriting me in like into this pilot and i'm like oh and then i got a phone call they were like hey um the show they were like yo it's gonna go it hasn't been announced yet but it's gonna go and then that week, like the next day, Grey's Anatomy aired and they had 11 million views. And the following day, we got a message saying that the show was not going to go. Oh, oh man. And our show was just like Grey's Anatomy. But oh, we- man. Because that, that yeah. show is already up until what, 20 some <laughs> Since there's something yep. like crazy like that, it's like, and the show is comparable. I'm like, what the f, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. You're talking about uh, being heartbroken in so many ways. Um, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it was it's just it was it was devastating because um, it was such a hit. And then the lead girl in this show. She ended up being on The Walking Dead. She ended up being on another show, and then she ended up being on The Walking Dead, like one of like, like the very oh. popular character on the show. Do you and recall the actress's name? I can't remember her name. Okay. I okay. see her face. I could look it up as we're talking, but um, was it the one that played Michonne? I, you know what? I didn't watch The oh, Walking okay. Dead. Yeah, I um, I actually that's not true. I did watch The Walking Dead. Um. I just never finished it. And uh, but yeah, no, she was. And all I kept thinking was. What happened to my career? Lauren. Lauren Cohen. Cohen. Yeah, yeah. Lauren Cohen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was she was so good and she was so good in the she's she's just a ph- phenomenal actress. 
But you know, yeah, the one thing though that you have to have is you have to have great representation. If you don't have a, you know, great representation, um, you know, you can get left in this desk. It is it's like, you know, throwing up things up against the wall as sometimes yeah. you don't have a chance. You could be the best actor, but um if they have a deal you know, with a package deal with CAA, sometimes you're not going to have the opportunity. Now, that's not always the truth. So I don't want yeah. to, I don't want to put the negativity in people's heads because it's not always sure. true. Um, but having strong, you know, representation is extremely helpful because sometimes you can get, you can get a, a, a leg in the door a lot easier, or quicker, or they might give you the script earlier for you to read. And then you have right. more time as opposed to the regular world who gets the audition, you know, the night before. Um, and then the other thing is making sure that your representation really understands your goals. Because I had a management team that told me to turn down projects that I regret to this day. That oh, I, my career would have been in a whole different place if he hadn't discouraged me about, you know, turning some of this stuff down. I'd have been I'd have been oh. doing yeah, you know, at the I end of the day, you got to make your decision, right? I yeah. mean, but you also know. have to understand when you're young and you're impressionable and you think right. that they know better than you, then you will go with what they're saying because what they're saying sounds like it makes sense. Mm -hmm. But in actuality, it, it actually hurt my career because um, it was when UPN and, War and Warner Brothers merged yeah. and and I was uh they really liked me a lot and so CBS because CBS owned all of that kind of stuff and um and so what ended up happening was they wanted me to do one of their new shows that was like brand new they weren't paying any money because you know the CW was brand new right so, so I ended yeah so I ended I up that. not doing the show because they, they weren't paying enough money. And then I had to drive. It was like all this extra stuff. He's like, no, they should be paying for you to drive to San Diego. My <laughs> other girlfriend ended up doing her ass blew up. Uh, oh. she, didn't play, she didn't play my role, but she ended okay. up doing all this great, all these other great shows. Yeah. And had I done it, I believe that when I ended up auditioning for another CW show, a pilot, um, yeah. I probably would have gotten that pilot. I ended up not getting it. Another girl got it. And that girl ended up doing Vampire Diaries. Because the Vampire Diaries was first. And then I think the original. The original was a spinoff of that. Yeah. yeah. But she ended up. So that girl that got that pilot, I believe she was the girl. I, I believe the girl that got the pilot was the girl that ended up getting Vampire Diaries. And you'd see how amazing her career ended up. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I believe in my heart of hearts, had I done that show for no money, I would have been in the mix of their like, hey, we love Christy. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, we got this pilot for you. Because they do holding deals. They do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. At that time, I was I one mean, of their favorites. Yeah. In, in CW, I've seen a lot of actors in, in other shows, especially the, the DC uh, Arrowverse. Yeah. They use a lot of the same actors and they can go to from show to show and and, and things of that sort. But uh, how is the, how's the audition hustle now for you? Um, I mean, listen, I'm a hustler. I'm always going to make money. 
I'm always going to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you got to diversify yourself. You have to, um, you have to do auditions for on camera and theater and then you're doing voiceover and then you're directing and then you're producing like you have to learn how to have multiple hats to make multiple streams of income you can't rely upon one thing and so the reason why i don't stress if because seasons go up and down one minute you're hot the next minute you might not be your ethnicity could be hot right now and then the next thing you know it's not hot and then another group of people are hot older mm -hmm. people are hot then younger people are hot so you just don't know when you're the it person mm -hmm. and in that meantime so that you don't drive yourself crazy you got to diversify you got to learn how to have other um uh, just other streams of income in this industry and learn how to do other things. And I've learned how to do that. So when the acting on camera isn't working all that great, I'm still doing voice over here. So I'm always going to be fine. I always go, I'm always going to have enough money to take a trip, to go hang yes. out, worry, to not be trying to get a second job, to not be, and I've been doing this for 24 years. And 24 I four years in the business. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I've never wow. had to, anything other than acting because you know now it's been a struggle you know what I mean and I did do promotional stuff like VA work when we had a we had a the, the market crash the uh, back in 2008 right so I did That's that because true. yeah and we had a strike at the same time so things got tough oh yeah I remember that <laughs> wow yeah yeah, yeah but That's the year when reality tv took precedence and actors were like <laughs> there's another one and before streaming because now there's like everyone, 10 yeah. million shows now, so it's a lot better for actors than it was, but at the same time, more competitive, you know? He was like, do not do a reality show. It's <laughs> going to die out. Were you close to doing one? Have you thought about well, it? Well, no. I mean, you know, I just never, I think he embedded that in my head that I never thought about it, so I never mm. allowed it to be in my world, but... um. I started getting beat beat out by reality show, you know, talent, which was from American Idol, America's Top Model. You know what I mean? Like it, it would get down to like me and a couple of them, and it would be like, we're gonna go with, you know, American <sighs> Idol. We're gonna go with America's Top Model. You know what I mean? Oh and, my goodness. And I I couldn't be mad at it though, and that's the thing that like, you know, you gotta stay away from negative people because. You know, they figured out a way and, mm -hmm. and the industry changes every 10 years. You know, technology changes every 10 years and you have to be on top of it. And if you're complaining about reality show people, if you're complaining about um, social media influencers, well, then you have now become you remember back in the day when you used to tell your your mother that you need to stop using that flip phone and get her, you know, you <laughs> smartphone my mom still uses that flip phone okay so that's <laughs> what i'm saying like now it's like you have now become that parent who uses the flip phone if you don't learn how to do social media and you don't learn how to do reality shows and all that or whatever i'm not saying you should do a reality show but you know i'm just saying like you got to go with the times yeah. and you can't be mad at the people who figured it out that's true and sometimes they cast people specifically because they have a certain amount of followers what are your thoughts on that I mean, once again, had I jump on the bandwagon like everybody else, my ass would yeah. have to 
whole bunch of followers too. And I was <laughs> big ass, but that's not what happened. You know, I, I'm right. old, you know? So again, I can't be mad at people like that. Either you're going to figure it out, Christy, and do it, or you're not going to work. Right. But the, you know, you know, the voiceover world has really been amazing to you, though. I mean, it seems like, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at your IMDb and it's just like all these major, major movies that you've been a part of is just has to be a blessing. And and, and you can do this. Do you do some of the comfort of your own home or do you sometimes have to go to, you know, during, or sometimes you have to go to the studio for that? Listen, listen, Linda, listen. <laughs> when that, when the, when the pandemic hits, the one great thing that came out of it is that I get to do it in the comfort of my own home in my right. pajamas looking crazy. The fact that I had to put on makeup right now, I was like, wait, what? I, put on I, was like, I don't know if this is on camera or if this is this, you know, like audio. <laughs> yeah, we are a podcast, but we do like to do some video highlights <laughs> and some photos, yeah. of course. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh. Dang, I gotta put on makeup. Like the fact that I gotta do all that now, I'm like, ooh, poor Paul. I don't know where Paul is. Paul is just like, he's just trying to get it together. Yeah, Paul, Paul, Paul is a lost cause right now. He's been having technical difficulties. Yeah. I'm like, Paul ain't said nothing this whole damn interview. <laughs> he's got some major technical difficulties. But right? uh, what, what do we have coming up next for Christy? Um, I have a, a couple of things. Again, I'm I'm working on um well, you know what, to be honest, I'm working on rest. <laughs> yes. I mean that means you're working hard and you got a lot going on. Yeah. Us actors, when we have project after project after project, sometimes we just really want that damn rest, you know? You know, the biggest reality for me that I've learned is um, with so many people dying and um, I've lost several family members that just. Oh, yeah. Likewise. Yeah. yeah and it's been a tough two years, three years, middle, three years, three years, because yeah. my, my death started in 2019. And so. um you know, and I, I haven't had any health scares, but I've had some things where I was like, oh, snap, like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. You know, that I was like, oh, you know, yeah, it's a minor surgery. It's an in and out patient. It's going to be really quick. But the reality is, is that I could really die on the table. Like complications can happen. You know, you've, you've seen people right. that happen to. And I guess what it did was it made me go. I've been chasing this business for so long. I never take vacations. Like, yeah, I post on my social, yo, I'm in Paris. Yo, I'm here. Yes, <laughs> love it. Yeah, but it's really like, but are you really like enjoying life? Are you really enjoying, oh, let me go spend some time with my family. Let me check on them before something happens to them because they're getting older. Am I taking care of me? Like, Am I like all of a sudden if I'm on my deathbed tomorrow, I'm going to be mad that I'm like, damn, all that working and hustling I did. I didn't go to Egypt. You know what I'm saying? Like I should have went to Egypt. It was on my bucket list. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I don't want to be on my deathbed going. Right. I should have did. Would have, could have, should have. You know? know. Yeah, but you That's, you get it. I know right? it's cliche, but they you know say live life with no regrets and, and YOLO. You only live once. I know Listen. it's very cliche, but it's very true. Well, I'm just now learning that. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm just learning that. Yep. You know, yeah, I'm just at a place where um so so rest is a is a little part of it, like enjoying life a little bit more. 
um, and exploring and traveling is like my top priority at this moment. I mean, I've already set up two trips. I'm going to Puerto Rico. I'm taking my mom for her 70th birthday. Um, yeah. and then I'm going to Egypt and Morocco. And I was yes. like, y'all, which is again, very hard for me. Cause I'm so used to like, I ain't trying to miss no work. Right. <laughs> like, okay, let's just go for like two days over the weekend. Oh, I know. You know what I'm saying? But it's like you can't go to Egypt for two days, just, you know, woman. Work on an Egyptian just, film. Right, Egyptian film. Exactly. <laughs> and and that's my problem is that when I take these trips, it's gotta be some work related in there, you yeah. know. But I'm yeah. like, no, we're not we're not just doing post that. post that the selfie at the at the pyramids on your social media. Yes, I will. <laughs> I will do that. Um, yeah. So yeah. So that's the first thing, and the second thing is the social conscious um, talk show, um, and just helping people to have more empathy for people um, that that are different from them. You know what I mean? To stop as to stop the hate or the ignorance. Um, I think that's what we need nowadays, and I think. Um... The way of doing that is actually have conversations with people instead of just kind of like just assuming people are one way or another way. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, very, that, very good. and that's, that's, again, that's another thing that I, you know, after going through all the stuff, I was like, well, what really makes me happy? You know? Um, so I have that, I'm uh, executive producing a, another a TV show and then um, I'm creating a website for actors to help them with their auditions. So, yes. yeah. And we then all I'm, need that. Yeah. Is that launched yet? No, but it's going to be dope. All right. We'll have you back when you're ready to promote that. Cause Yo, you go love back, it. You're going to be like, oh, snap. <laughs> we uh, always need that, that, that extra everybody needs. help with the, with the audition process and then yeah. trying to get booked. So, yeah, I promise you it's something, it's something different that I think is going to be extremely helpful and people are going to be like, oh, shit. Awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, so I have, like, you know, so many things, and, of course, I'm doing the voiceover world and learning new techniques about voiceover that I wasn't familiar with, even though I've been doing, you know, the one that I was telling you about earlier for 15 years, there's still, like, 13 other genres of, like, voiceover that yeah. you don't even know about that you can make money. I was talking yeah, to Yeah, the video girl. game, the video game in I mean, yeah, well. video games, audio yeah. Um, yes. learning, there's commercials, there's, uh, radio, yep. there's, you, there's so many different genres. There's so many avenues, no doubt. Right. No. But let me tell you something. I was talking, I was talking to somebody, I was talking to two different people. One, one girl was like, listen, I made, now mind you, I live in Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a Hollywood, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an actor. You know what I mean? I work. <laughs> and this chick was like, yo, I made uh, $900,000 doing voiceover. Wow. And I was like, <laughs> what? And she lived, you know, she lived in like Kansas. You know what I'm saying? She lives in Kansas. Wow, she's not even <laughs> a Hollywood voiceover. That's what I mean. Like, I'm like, okay. I ain't making no $900,000 on voiceovers. Like, I ain't making that type of money. You know what I mean? So um, there's li un there's unlimited possibilities. And if you yes. get out of your own way and stop thinking one way, I have to be this. I want to be on camera. I want to be a superstar. If you think out of the box, 
you will find other ways of making that same amount of money without even having to go through the drama of being a superstar and doing the whole Johnny Depp thing and having all of your business put out in the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, We're talking about that on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. There's, there's got to make a TV show about that trial. I mean, it's, it's coming, I'm sure. Oh, you already know it's coming. So everybody's starting to do their whole Johnny Depp look, and they're going to start posting pictures of Johnny. Like, I look like Johnny. And then these things that people are going to be like, oh, my God. Did you see that dude that was on uh, Instagram? He looked just like Johnny Depp. Call him in. And then he's going to be the one to end up getting the role because he right. was posting it. Right. There you go. Wow. Christy, you're amazing. Thank you so much for talking to us here on Below the Belt Show. And also, where can where can people see uh, Amy Victoria? Ooh, um, right now, it's not we're not able to post it um, publicly because of the, the circuit that we're doing for the uh, film, still in the film festival rounds. Yeah. But um, but I would say. Um, I'm sure it'll be under, you know, Amy Victoria when it's when it when it's able to be launched. Okay. Any upcoming festivals that it's going to be in that you're aware of? Yeah, but I, I can't think of it at the time. Okay, <laughs> that's quite all right. Sometimes awesome. I just be like, okay, tell me where, when, what's the date, where is it? All right, I'm gonna get the ticket and I'll think about it when I need to. Right. Know? Exactly. I'm focus on what's on. Like today, I was like, okay, which interview do we have to? Do? Today, okay, is this on camera? Okay, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I can only think of one day at a time. Awesome. Well, Christy, uh, before we let you go, if we could, let us uh, do a little promo. Let us know uh, who you are. Uh, you can throw out your, some of your best accolades, passion scrubs, what, uh, whatever you'd like. And let us know you're on Below the Belt Show. Below the Belt? Okay, yes. Say Below the Belt Show. Below the Belt Show. Hey, I'm Christy Ferris. Scrubs, passions are, well, those are the older ones. But then I got Craig Ross Jr.'s Monogamy and, and Goliath, both on Amazon Prime. And I am on, but no, the below, no, wait, below the belt, not the below the belt. You show. can say that too. I was like, dang it. God, <laughs> you want to try that one more time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, 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 I'm Christy Ferris. Uh, passions, scrubs are my oldest things that people know, but my newest and current stuff is Craig Ross Jr.'s Monogamy, Goliath, both on Amazon Prime, and you are watching, and I am on Below the Belt Show. Yes, that was perfect. Thank you so much. Below the Belt. I, I love it. Let me do Let's a, do a, a we'll do a photo op really quick, all right? Okay. Ready? One, two, and three. Did I thought what you did was perfect, Christy. Okay, cool. Then keep yeah, it. I thought it was great. Yeah, that second okay. was fantastic. You know, you know, you know, as actors, you know, we're like, you know, perfectionists. Be like, that's. Yeah, that's I know, right? Fun. You see how I kind of messed up the B? I messed up the B. I know. <laughs> well, see, that's why I, I've been loving the uh, self tapes because you can do it like. Oh, 20, I hate self tapes. I, like I know you hate them. Too. I love them because love you them can too. you can get your best take to the director instead of being, you know. Having I'm the nerves. I mean, I'm not going to do it. If I screw up on the self-take, I'm sending the screwed up version. I mean, I'm not doing it more than one. <laughs> Everybody you. has their method that they prefer. <laughs> yeah, I love it. it. That was the best thing. That was the best thing that could have ever happened. Happened in the so. pandemic. 
Well, actually, I started doing them before because I had lived in Atlanta for a little while. So I started doing them in 2014 and I just became a pro at it and just right. off of self-tape. See? Yeah. There you go. See, some, for some, it's been a, uh, it's been a blessing. Yeah, so. Christy, thank, thank you so you much. Thanks. Have a good night. Good one, Paul. Have a good one. Thanks yeah. again. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.